All right, yes, it is. It is a Monday, and why not? What better way can you start out the week? And again, on this April 12th, just motoring through this month, it's springtime in the Rockies. I'm so happy. It's a beautiful day, and we're just going to get going. We're going to show how partnerships and relationships and how communities support communities. Today, it's all about the ladies, and I love this. (laughs) A women-owned business right now, Wilo, Epicure, and Lisa. Lisa, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. First of all, we're going to jump into some food and some food preparation because you know what? That's what you love to do. That's what I love. Okay, let's do that. What are you going to cook today for us? So I am going to make three different appetizers for you. And um, the extra bonus of these three appetizers is that they're all gluten-free. So I don't know about you all, but every party that I go to, every event that we cater, there's at least one person that's gluten-free. And cover all bases. Cover all the bases. And, and don't have to single out that one person. Gluten-free has come a long ways in taste as well it has. these days. So cool. We'll get into that. And I can explain as we're getting going with these uh, dishes, what are you going to do for it? So I'm going to make three appetizers. The first one is going to be a green chili stuffed mini pepper. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one is going to be a cucumber cup filled with chicken curry salad. And the third is going to be a crispy tortilla bowl filled with homemade guacamole and citrus shrimp. All right, Lisa, let's get going. And and as we do that, we'll talk about your business. Yeah. Talk about what kind of you've been in business for a while. Also in the next segment, the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce is going to be joining us. I'm looking forward to talking to Kristen, who's going to be on here with us. And then also jobs. Jobs are big right now. People are looking for work and employees. And I can't think of a better community program than Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. And we'll have Lulu Lancey on here with us in in, uh, the third segment. So right now, let's talk about your business. Talk about Wilo or Wilo Epicure. First of all, the name. I've been trying (laughs) to get that out of you to begin with. So the the business actually started as a deli in Cherry Creek back in 2002. And the woman that started it is named Yvonne Lowe. So the deli was then named Wilo Epicure. Um, She sold the business in 2008. um, And I bought it from her. Okay, now, so I feel really awkward because I'm a native Cherry Creekian. Uh, For 48 years, I've lived in Cherry Creek, and I hadn't heard of Wailo Epicure. Where was it? It was on 3rd and Columbine. Uh So we have a salad called the St. Croix because Uh we were right next to St. Croix, the owners of St. Croix. Yes. Love that salad. I'm I'm all over it now. Fantastic. (laughs) And so there you go. You take over the business, and you went into more of a catering model. Yep. Um, Did... The business had shifted to strict catering back in 2005, and I kept to that model. Um, and they closed a deli down in 2000, 2005 as well. Uh-huh. So when I bought it in 2008, it was just strict catering. Fantastic. So kept that up. So catering, I mean, l- listen, you live and die by the job, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly. You do. You do. Um, but the good news is, is that I love what I do, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But word of mouth. Partnerships, synergy, those t- types of relations. Relationships, relationships, relationships. 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 <laughs> so throughout the years, I'm sure that you've built up Absolutely. quite a few. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm curious, as everybody's really trying to put the last years of our life and just say, man, that was just a bad situation. It really affected a lot of us in the pivot points within your business. Mm-hmm. What do you do, especially as a catering company that's so in-person? Um, do you just kind of take a deep breath and regroup, or do you try and pivot and let water find its own level to where there would be jobs? You know, we, we did a little of both of those things. So we um, initially, we got um, a lot of contributions from the community to feed healthcare workers. So we had the facility, we had the food, we had the ability. We fed over 800 healthcare workers um, in 
April, May, June of 2020, Amazing. which was great. Um, it felt great to do that. It felt great to work during that time, be able to give back. Um, and so that was fantastic. We've also done a lot of individually packaged meals mm -hmm. that you've seen. Everybody sure. wants to do that. We've partnered with breweries where you get a six-pack of beer and a couple dinners yeah. with it um, so that people can have that full experience. So. That's what I love about this community so much is the modern eater. That's what we've shown, especially throughout the, the, the year, is how much hospitality in the service industry, food industry, the first initial reaction is how can we serve other people? How can we get food in people's bellies? Because yep. that's what we know how to do. Absolutely. So that's fantastic. So as now regulation starting to loosen a little bit and you're starting to work with your partnerships, just like the Women's Chamber, anytime that they have some business that they could say, hey, listen, we'd love to give to Lisa. You're right there with it. Like, oh, let's great. go, right? The, uh, the Chamber is a lifeline. It really is. As far as um, relationships, support systems, leads, connections, all of those things. I mean, it really is personal development, mm -hmm. you know, for me as a business owner as well. It's huge. It's amazing. So it's been great. All right. Now I'm distracting. I know you are. Because we got to get into this, but let's do, let's talk about what you love to do with these dishes right here. Now you love straightforward ingredients that are wholesome and prepared fresh on, a, on the daily, right? On Where'd you get that daily. ethos from? You know, I grew up in a very large Italian family. I have five siblings, five sisters, that is. Um, and cooking, entertaining, hosting was just what we did all the time. So that just stuck with me forever. Um, my grandfather owned a meat market, so it. spent time in a meat market. And um, as I was saying earlier, it just kind of gets in your blood and you can't, you can't, can't shake, shake it. it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> shake it. And it's really that thing of just smiles on faces. Absolutely. Right? Oh, we bring the party. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I can't, I, I can't imagine you and your sisters and just the history that you have and all this stuff, but you probably have fun. And the kitchen is one of those places where you can just kind of let loose and have fun, right? Absolutely. And if you're cooking, you're allowed to be drinking. Uh, is that what the rules are? That's what the rule is. I, I, <laughs> I, I better figure out how I to follow the rules. I grew up in my, that's how we grew up. <laughs> if you're cooking, right. you can have a glass of wine. Okay. So the, like the dishes <laughs> that you're doing right now and very corporate friendly where folks are starting to get back into work in offices and in-person type of thing. But that's really what you thrive on is uh, parties of people to bring it. So you know what? Don't worry about the party. We're going to take care of it. You worry about what you need Absolutely. to do, whether it's networking or what have you. Absolutely. It's amazing when people finally n learn how to enjoy their party. Yeah. Um, instead of cooking and cleaning up and, you know, worrying about all those other things, you can really just focus on enjoying yourself. Okay. So, so mom, you're probably watching when the influences <laughs> my life, my mother, um, she doesn't want to do holidays really much anymore because just what you said. It's just going to turn into a big mess. I, I'm going to be the one running around doing that thing. Yep. Will you do people's home parties? Absolutely. Well? Absolutely. We yeah. do a lot of private events, um, a lot of corporate events, a lot of private events at people's homes, um, a lot of um, galas, a lot of university events, mm -hmm. nonprofit events. So Keep them hands moving, um, Lisa. We, we, ru <laughs> we run the gamut. <laughs> These are gorgeous. This is great. And a lot of times, I mean, people eat with their eyes as well. Absolutely. Is that something that's always been on your mind too? Absolutely. People eat with their eyes before they eat with their mouth, obviously. Mm -hmm. It has to look good. Um, but as you can tell here, the orchids are actually edible as well. So we don't put a lot of flair on the plate. We don't put a lot of, a lot of inedible objects uh -huh. on the plate. So everything should be edible. Um, and really 
taste delicious. Good we straightforward ingredients. Yep, we focus on a lot of recognizable foods. Yeah. So things that things that you know, things that you could pronounce um, that are accessible to the general public. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a, a hardcore foodie to know what you're eating and enjoy what you're eating. Absolutely. I mean, truly, w being a caterer right now in this world, I, I got to imagine, and just like we go full circle, that you live and die by the job, right? Mm -hmm. Networking is everything. So what are some of the ways that you can network with folks and also jobs. You can't just turn the switch on and off just like that and have people come help you out when you've got a big event. How do you navigate through that? So um, as far as networking goes, um, you know, a, an example just today, I was in a, an a event for, with the chamber uh -huh. um, and it's women CEOs. It's the same group of about 20 women that meet and get together once a month and chat about what's going on in business. We have speakers. Um, we have time to connect and really say what's going on in our businesses, what we need help with, um, and, and that's been great. So yeah. that happened just this morning. So what are some of those things? What are some of the things that are on your mind? And, and really, I, uh, that's what I love about small business and entrepreneurship is what is that mind of that business owner when they wake up, their needs, and then when they go to bed, what fulfills them? So for me, failure is just not an option. Right. It's, it's not an Keep option. Cranking. It's never been an option. Sure. Like I said, it's much easier when you love what you do and you're passionate about yeah. what you do and when you're surrounded with people that you love to work with. So, you know, that's one thing and, and we can get into this later, but my employees are, are my family. And they, they I mean, literally? Are they? No. It's not your Well, sister? my husband. Like, sisters <laughs> unite. Yeah. He, he's on call at all times, right? Yeah. He's not getting out of it. <laughs> That's right. But, um, no, my, my, my employees are. They, we're, we're, we're close family. We, we treat each other with so much grace and respect. Mm -hmm. um, and it makes the environment so much so much better to work in, even in a, even in a pandemic. So, you know, I, I like to say that my employees... Um, are the reason that I'm in business. Mm -hmm. My clients are, but my employees are, are even more so because they, they're, they're the sunshine behind all of it. Well, and it's your dedication to them as well, right? Yeah. I mean, when, when it's feast for you, you want them to live w just as well. Absolutely. Sure. This is gorgeous. So we got some guac there, homemade yep. guac. Homemade guac. Just made it. Get this little thing off I of here. I love it. And then I've got some sh fresh, fresh salad shrimp. Mm-hmm. Fresh ingredients. That we will go ahead and squeeze some lemon juice on. And everybody's Old Bay. I wasn't going to make up my own seasoning. This, there's a reason that this is out there. It's the best. Best for seafood. How about sourcing? Again, when we talk about local and local ingredients, really that's what the modern eater we love to do is to ha have Absolutely. these partnerships because leaving yourself out on an island, a lot of times you can get into other people's marketing spheres as well by using their products and being able to reach the people that are really interested in their stuff as well. Do you do any local sourcing or are you open to more? Um, you know, we, we source so many different places yeah. and that's the beauty of catering sure. is that you have already sold what you need to buy. Yeah. Um, so we can go to different locations. Um, there's, you know, a couple different smaller shops popping up sure. around, um, around Denver. So we've tried to partner with some of them, that's but cool. you know, and especially now where we don't need the giant cases of all sorts of products, that's right. um, it allows us to go some, to some of those more localized shops. I love it. So. And we'd love to, as now you've joined our family, we'd love to join yours. And we have a lot of local purveyors that we'd love to Great. just say, Hey, Lisa, take a look. What do you think of some of this stuff? I love that. Yeah. That's what I'm going to grab my peppers gifts. out of the oven here. Fantastic. I didn't even see you sneak behind there and do that. Roasting up some peppers. 
Yep. And I bet you just go crazy over seasonal ingredients, too. Oh, huh? yeah. That's the beauty of catering, too. You can just yeah. change your menu all the time. Here's what I'd like to do. Let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll have that final product ready to go. And then we'll, we'll also catch up with the Colorado Women's Chamber. What do you think? Sounds great. All right, we'll do that. Kristen will be up next. And uh, Kristen Blessman, it's a great day to have her in the studio. She's the president and CEO of the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce. And we're so lucky to have a new friendship and a new partnership with the Women's Chamber chamber. We're going to come back with Kristen. We'll also have Lisa here. And then in the third segment, Lulu Lancey from Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. We'll tell you more about that program, but if you've been watching the Modern Eater show, you know plenty. Go to themoderneater.com. There's a tab at the top. It says Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. What you'll find is a bunch of great content created by these wonderful chefs, Chef Blake and Chef Marcus, right here in this kitchen. We've had the privilege to be able to host their classes in this kitchen from Monday through Thursday, and it's a no-brainer. It's a gimme. It's a community favorite, and it's a quick start class that's a program that's three weeks long. If you'd like to sign up and you want to get into the business or just knock the rust off, go to that tab, and there's a way to sign up right there. We'll take a break from Studio Kitchen Colorado. We'll continue catching up with Lisa, and it's Wilo Epicure. We'll be back in a flash on the Modern Eater Show. It's a Tuesday. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumplin', four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey Four Pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color, uh, with a dense tan head, and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. Quadruples are very rich and complex, with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming. Uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex, and dry, and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pencos, or at Colfax in York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. Hi. <laughs> this is for the outtake version. What's up, Denver? I'm Chef Natasha Hess, and this is Chef Carrie Baird, and we are at the Ginger Pig. Check us out, gingerpig.com. You can also see us on themoderneater.com. Thanks, everybody. It's cornstarch. I know. It's cool. Okay, welcome back to the Modern Eater Show. We'll get back to this great show in just a minute, but I have to tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. People are calling me all the time saying, man, the tap lines that I was just at at this restaurant really need to be tweaked because craft beer is important to us here, especially in Colorado. And Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, he'll do a custom build-out or he'll come and do some maintenance. I'm telling you, take him up on the maintenance. He'll come out there for free. Most trusted man in the business, 20 years, owned and operated. He's a family man, just added the third edition, three daughters he has wow three daughters <laughs> and uh, jeff rourke is a fantastic guy give him a call if you're pouring inefficient beer jay what are you doing you're pouring your money down the drain don't pour your money down the drain <laughs> it's a simple phone call away <laughs> foam is money guys okay jeff rourke 720-272-3809 that was probably too quick for you wasn't it 
Mm-hmm. Should I do it again? I think you yeah. should. 720-272-3809, Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Okay, fantastic. Hi. Thanks for being in the kitchen. Of course, First of all, absolutely. what do you think of Lisa's food? She's amazing. I want to eat it, but I'm speaking right now, so we'll just wait. Yeah. Kristen but yeah, I'm Kristen. looking at it. I'm eyeing it. It looks delicious. President and CEO of the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce. And Kristen, it's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, community people, people doing business with people and really supporting them. But first of all, talk about the chamber for just yeah. a minute and then we'll dig into um, some of the things that you've got. Yeah, absolutely. Exciting. Well, the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce has been around for over 30 years in Colorado and it is our mission to help advance women in business. So we like to see women at the highest levels, you know, growing their business like Lisa's or getting to the top of, you know, corporate organizations, mm-hmm. because we feel like when we have women at the top leading organizations, that's how system change happens. So we seek to advocate for that. I, well, first of all, my mother, who I love and adore, hi, mom, um, just supported hey, mom. me throughout the years for sure. And, but I've also worked for so many great ladies. Yeah. And I'm just right at home with that. I love that. But here it is. And it's the year 1988 where three ladies got together and said, hey, you know what? We've got this crazy idea. Let's support each other. Right. Let's build a chamber together. Talk about kind of those humble beginnings in, in 1988. Well, it's interesting. If you go back then, and it, if, to me anyway, it doesn't sound, that's when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. so I'm dating myself, but <laughs> the business landscape for women was very different back then, and it wasn't something that I was aware of. You know, graduating from high school, I had a mother and a father that were incredibly supportive mm-hmm. of whatever I wanted to do, but when you look back at the types of businesses that were part of the chamber and the types of women that helped start the chamber, we were really just starting to make our way into corporate, right? So, you know, at the time, we were just outpacing men as far as graduating college, so things like, you know, lawyers, doctors, all of those things, we were just starting to get into those areas in higher levels of management, right? And if you look back at our, you know, our membership roster back then, you know, our members existed of what we call now hobby businesses, which we love for women, right? That's not a bad thing. But if we're going to grow and change systems, we need women leaders like Lisa to hire individuals and grow businesses and change the business landscape that way. Fast forward now, right? We're still facing a bit of a problem. Less than 1% of women-owned businesses in Colorado ever get over a million in revenue. 86% of women-owned businesses have just one employee and it's usually the owner mm-hmm. and less than 14% of women serve in the CEO role in Colorado. So we still have a lot of work to do mm-hmm. and that's why we're here and that's why we profile women like Lisa so that a woman can see another woman succeed and inspire them and help them see that they can do the same thing themselves. I mean, uh, did you know women run businesses and especially uh, nationwide account for over $2 trillion worth of annual revenue, which right. is astonishing. Mm-hmm. And it should grow to more and more and more and yeah, more. Right? Absolutely. And so as we pivot back to Lisa with a female uh, owned business, what are some of the things that you guys can do to support and synergize and have that value created right. by the chamber for business? Well, like I this? think, you know, first and foremost, the advocacy, sure. right? And just having the presence of our organization. We're at the Capitol. We do a lot of work um, with our member organizations to help encourage them to grow women. Um, I think, you know, in, in Lisa's case, and, and Lisa said it herself, the support network is really, really important, mm-hmm. um, especially for women, because oftentimes we're managing so much 
much in addition to running our business, in addition to, you know, doing our job day to day. The, the um, research still shows that women do the majority of the work at home. Um, I think COVID's changing that a little bit, mm -hmm. but we're still the primary ones, like the primary caretakers, the ones that do most of the work at home. And so we need a network to help us navigate that, right? To say, hey, I know you're doing a lot right now, but you can do this. You got this. You can still grow your business. You can still grow to the top ranks. And here, let me show you how to navigate it and I'll be here for you. Um, we also right. have resources, right? Well, you know, resource, access to capital, access to, you know, helping you build your network and growing your business. So all of those things I think are really critical as we're growing. Yeah. And beyond that, even more, another value proposition is creating that community to yeah. where even a phone call and say, hey, you know what? We got this great catering gig. Yeah. Why don't we throw it your way, Lisa? Well, I think that people do business with people that they know, like, yeah. and trust. And the chamber really has sets that platform for you to get to know each other, to build those trusting relationships. And we like each other. Yeah. So yeah. it just Absolutely. makes it the best right. part. And it's so important, too, because I think, you know, women, we naturally gravitate gravitate towards deep relationships, sure. right? So when we do business with one another or anyone, we want to know them really well. Mm -hmm. And Lisa's been a confidant of mine too. You know, I go to her and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. What do you think? How can I navigate this? How can I get around that? Um, we've been a support system for one another as you know, we're growing the women's chamber yeah. too. It's super critical. I love that. And here's another, did you know, did you know, guys, <laughs> you can join the women's chamber yes, too? Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, we need allies. Sure. Right. So I think that there are clear differences between the way, you know, women lead and be between the way men lead. But you need both and both are super important. And if I didn't have allies in my life that were men telling me I could do it, showing me the way, it was actually a man who said, I think you could be a CEO someday. I did what a lot of women do. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, I can't. You know, I'm a single mom. There's no way. And he kind of looked at me like, yeah, I don't know about all that stuff, but I'm going to show you how to do this because I see something in you that you don't see in yourself. Mm -hmm. So we need men at the table. We need men as allies and to join the chamber to say, hey, it's in everybody's best interest to see women grow, and I want to help you do that. Yeah, as a middle-aged white male, I have very little wiggle room to be able to have judgment over a lot of issues that, that come with um, either being in the underserved community or of different race or migration right. and also uh, of different genders as well. So yeah. these types of perspectives that can come together, I'm telling you guys, you're going to be a much better, well-rounded person altogether yeah. and business person as well. One of the things that we talked about beforehand is uh, and, and great that as the years go on, it's less and less of a conversation, especially for youngsters who mm -hmm. are very all-inclusive. Right. But, but that, that gender inequality throughout the years, how has that changed since you know, 1988 to today? And right. what are some of those obstacles there within? Well, I mean, I think that we're seeing a lot of women, you know, because women need to see other women in leadership roles in order to believe that they can do that. So mm -hmm. that's starting to happen more often, mm -hmm. right? You know, you, you have, you know, women with Fortune 500 companies that are CEOs. You're getting more women on boards, right? But the perception is that there still are barriers, mm -hmm. right? And I think it's important to know what those are sure. so that we can address them. Yep. So we um, surveyed our members a few years back and we said, what are the top three reasons why you feel that women aren't growing? 
going, mm -hmm. right, in corporate or their business. And number one was unconscious bias in corporate culture. Interesting. Right, so that still exists, unfortunately, yeah. but I think just saying it and knowing that it exists helps us address it. Absolutely. Number two Awareness. is communication. Uh -huh. So how we communicate to ourselves Got as it. women, how we communicate on behalf of ourselves and advocate. That includes men too, right? We need men to help advocate for women as well. How you show up yeah, for yourself. Yeah, right. Yep. And you just saying like, hey, men, we need to be there. We need to support women's growth. Like that's huge it because that will change. Multidimensional. Yeah. A, in all ways. In Absolutely. all ways of awareness as yeah. well. And then number three is lack of mentorship and sponsorship at the very top of organizations. So if you're aware of that and if you know what those are, we can overcome those barriers. So cool. So uh, the Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce, it's a 501c6? Yes, membership. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is so, so cool. So join us. I would encourage <laughs> you. Can you talk more about some of the events that you have? Yeah, we have a really critical event coming up that I wanted to call out. And I especially think because the, you know, the culinary industry and restaurant industry has been hit so hard by COVID, we're doing an event on the She Session. I'm not sure. Have you heard of that? No, please. So, so many women, millions of women have left the workforce during COVID because of what I mentioned before. You know, we're managing so much at home. And oftentimes if we, if our kids are at home sure. and they're not in school, we don't have a choice, right? And, and oftentimes, especially in the restaurant industry, your industry is one where you have to be there. Mm -hmm. Working from home isn't always necessarily an option. So we've had millions of women leave the workforce. No one really knows how we're going to get them back in the workforce. But if we don't, our economy is not going to mm -hmm. come back, right? You have that extra income in the household. If the woman's leaving, you're losing that income. That money doesn't go back into the economy. So we all have a vested interest to get women back into the workforce, but I don't think anybody really knows how. Mm -hmm. So um, we have an event coming up in May, and it's called our State of Women in Business, where we're going to address the She Session head on. So we're going to have executives, women in business, government, women in the community, men in the community. We're going to have the conversation, and um, we're going to talk about how we can partner together to get women back into the workforce. Can I um, make some suggestions Absolutely. of some here culinary yeah, that just yeah. really command it all. And I'd love to talk to you more about how we can network with that. I'll tell you what, you just did a great segue into Thank the you. next segment because it's all about getting people back to work Yes, and having uh, available, uh, available ways to be able to do that. And within this community, there's a star that just shines like a beacon of hope and light in the night. And that's Emily Griffith, Culinary Quick Start. And Lulu Lancey is here with us. We're going to take a break. We're going to come right back. I have to thank both of you thank ladies. Thank you so much. If you want to stick around for this conversation, I would like that. I know you have a hard stop here in two minutes. I told you I'd get you yeah, out of here. Yeah, that's three. great. <laughs> thank, thank you so you much Thank you so much. This here. is wonderful. Okay, Thanks. that's great. We'll take a break. We'll come right back to Studio Kitchen Colorado. Thank you for joining us on a Monday. <laughs> Hey guys, Alex Armitas over at Sam's number three, Glendale. You want a Bloody Mary? You want a cheeseburger? You want a breakfast burrito, Greek salad, bacon gyro meat, chicken souvlaki, barbecue ranch salad? We got you covered. Come down and see us. One more time. Try it again. Hey guys, Alex Armitas over here at Sam's number three, Glendale. Now get your ass to themoderneater.com. Thank you so much. Modern Eater, we love you guys. This is Amber with Northern Colorado Potatoes, reminding everyone that potatoes grown here are truly rooted in love and rooted in a long history of being grown in this area. Early 1900s reports show that this was either the largest or one of the largest potato producing areas in the nation. Other states have had some amazing branding, but don't forget we have all your favorite varieties and more you love to cook and eat, including russet. Support local potatoes, you won't be disappointed.
Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime. And you're watching the Modern Eater Show. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Welcome back to a Monday on uh, April 12th at Studio Kitchen Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues. Greg Hollenbach, Lulu Lancy from Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. Great to be here. And Lisa from Wilo Epicure continuing on. First of all, we have to talk about this delicious food right here. What did you make for us? Well, I just whipped this right up. I know. There you it know. is. That's really, that's, those are delicious. So green chili, cream cheese stuffed, mini peppers. Crispy tortilla bowls with homemade guacamole and citrus shrimp. And these are cucumber cups filled with a chicken curry salad. And these can be all yours. All yours. <laughs> how, do you, how do folks get a hold of you, Lisa? Um, any way they want to these yeah. days. They can, if they want to yes. talk to us, yeah. like the old-fashioned way, they can call. What? I know, I'm it's scared. crazy, and we'll answer the phone. Um, email, we have an order form online, social media. Slide into your DMs. Slide in. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, we'll Facebook. We'll hit you back. There, yeah, there's so many ways to do yeah. that. But at the bottom line is if you want um, customized personalization uh, through catering and somebody who's going to care about you, your uh, environment that you're trying to create, and the straightforward great food that she provides, I'd say no-brainer. Get a hold of Lisa. Thanks, Wilo Epicure. <laughs> um, this is generally the time when I talk about Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start Alone, but today we have a treat because Lulu's here with us. It's so good to finally meet you, Lulu. I know. I feel like I already know you yeah. and uh, have never met until Welcome today. Welcome to the kitchen, Studio Kitchen Colorado. First of all, talk about yourself and what you do with Emily Griffith uh, all together, if you yes. will. Yes. So I joined the team at Emily Griffith last May when uh, there was a few things going on in the world yeah. as their new Director of Innovation and Partnership. So oh. I help the college with any external partnership, community, employers, government, anything at all. Partnerships are important. Yes. Way important. As, as we learn in today's Modern Eater show, it's really a personification of partnerships and how these partnerships work in unity to create this ongoing, we, just like the food chain. It all goes full circle. So these partnerships are really what you're in charge of. And so today, seeing first at first blush with the Women's Chamber and this great um, women's own business, kind of cool as we're getting people back to work, right? Absolutely. And honestly, Colorado is, in a way, a big city, but such a small community. I feel like we're always six mm -hmm. degrees separated from each other. I love the work that the Women's Chamber is doing since uh, prior to Emily Griffith. I was a female entrepreneur and was really fortunate to have a group of amazing women that were my backbone and my sisters. Yeah. And I can speak firsthand on how important that is. And all the amazing work that they're doing now Emily Griffith has so many programs that lead to future entrepreneurs, right? Uh -huh. We have programs in technology, trades, I mean, creative arts, even culinary. Yes. So everything that we're doing here connects together. That's so cool. I want to sing the cheer song, making your way in the world today. <laughs> you know, it, it's not easy and partnerships really mean a lot. But getting back to work and, and I'm certain there, there are a lot of folks that are saying, you know, well, we want to change industries or we want to get out of an industry or we want Emily Griffiths makes it a really fun, affordable way as well to be able to dabble in something that you may have had an interest in that you wouldn't have taken that chance on with either that very stable job or or an industry that you just want to get out of but now there's that opportunity because of the shift this year to be able to explore other other trades 
Absolutely. And we notice whenever there is huge world-shaking events, um, like unfortunately the pandemic, mm -hmm. we see a lot of people go through changes because now the unknown seems a little less scary because, I mean, everything's unknown, right? right? Uh, so we've seen a lot of people make that change from one career path to another one. And Emily Griffith has been there pivoting as quickly as we can to accommodate the needs so cool. of our community. Uh, the partnership with the Modern Eater in Studio Kitchen Colorado, what were some of the things as we dive in a little bit deeper with Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start, you were able to not only um, maintain footing with such a great program that has a lot of history here in Colorado, but maybe even get a little more footing to be able to partnership with us and to be able to continue on with this program in a way that's, um, I, I don't know, very new age is what I would say. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when the pandemic first hit, all of us was concerned but confused, excited sure. maybe about new opportunities. And Emily Griffith looked at culinary and pivoted to immediately an online, online. learning module, sure. right? And we had to do that for a lot of our programs, including welding, which was very interesting to say the I least. <laughs> um, and out of this whole experience, we formed amazing partnerships like the one we have with you guys at The Modern Eater. We figured out that we can also give access to a bigger population of students who may not have been able to be part of Emily Griffith so prior to this. Yeah. So we're making lemonade with lemons. Yeah, I'll tell you what, as somebody, Jay and I, who have the um, great fortune to be able to watch your amazing culinary uh, instructor chefs work here in this kitchen, the things that you learn from this three-week course of just that baseline knowledge to be in a kitchen, and, and Lisa, you will really appreciate this, is that a lot of folks today, with onboarding folks back into their restaurants, it's really cool to know that Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start, I know what their baseline model is of what mm -hmm. these students will know coming into my kitchen. That helps save with onboarding costs as well for folks that want to bring on new employees to know that they've got these skills. Absolutely. I think retention is so crucial to entrepreneurs. Um, and you know that anybody coming into the culinary industry now has a passion for culinary. <laughs> um, our students can enter the classes with no previous experience. They're taught recipes, sauces, cooking methods, um, most importantly, sanitation, knife skills, and we help well, them get a their new serve normal. skills. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, a new level of sanitation. Mm, yes. <laughs> Truly is. Um, it's a great program. Uh, it, it's near and dear to my heart. I've learned so much just being around. And education is something, especially with these types of uh, vocational jobs as you learn your way through the ranks. Just that ability to be able to have a gimme. I can't even believe it that it's a free course. People should pay a lot of money to go through a course like this. And you also come away with a Serve Safe certification. That means a lot to have those things. And your chances to get into a kitchen and get hired right away coming out of the Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start, they're good. So pay attention for that type of thing. Cool. What would be that thing to say, here we go, modern eater people. Here's why you should sign up for Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. <laughs> what would you say the reasons are? Yeah, so first, Emily Griffith is truly a wonderful family. Um, the culinary industry has been so robust. Every cohort of Culinary Quick Starts, we host a hiring fair that's completely free for employers to attend. And we've had not just restaurants, but hospitals and casinos, maybe things that you don't think of when you first think culinary. Mm -hmm. So the industry is booming. We have over 500 students 
students since the start of Culinary Quick Starts in late 2017 uh -huh. that are now working in the industry. Um, so we welcome you with open arms, as is with the theme of Emily Griffith's mission. Um, please reach out to us on emilygriffith.edu as potential students or potential employer partners, and we'd love to hear from you. That is so Great. cool. Um, just It shows you how everybody's really working together. One thing that I do know for certain is restaurant owners, bar owners, they need your help. <laughs> they, there are jobs available for you right now, and I'm not telling you to get started early or now. I mean, do it at your own level, but there's good jobs out there. Let's, let's just say that there's really good jobs out there, and you want to get jumping into the pool here real quick. It's wide open, and Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start's a great way to begin. Emily Griffith, it's just a community standard, and we thank you so much, Lulu Lancy, for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Lisa, man, new friendships. We're going right. to network. I know it's going to be true. Okay. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a, a break, come back to the kitchen. What a day. Wow. Um, so much going on with the Modern Eater Show. I know you're looking forward to our summer dinner series and our road trips coming up. I want to tell you some of the excitement that we're fit. I'm excited. I had such a great morning today, you guys. I know. Some of the partnerships that we're developing as we hit the road. Um, farms, ranches, breweries, distilleries. We loop Colorado for three weeks, me, Jay, and Brian. Only one person comes out alive. <laughs> <laughs> Taking bets now. <laughs> we gain more friends as we're on the, the route. I want to tell you more about uh, what we're going to be up to in the next couple of months, but things are starting, the regulations are starting to loosen. Governor Polison, if he even says it, that means that it's really going to happen. <laughs> All-Star Weekend's coming here to town. Downtown, we need to revitalize our Colorado businesses, and it starts with you and getting back to work. That's what we got to do. We got a lot of work to be done. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank All you. Right, break away from Studio Kitchen Colorado. Jay and I will be here. We'll wrap it up in the next segment. So happy you're here with us on a Monday. Hi, I'm Amber with Strohauer Farms, and I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching the Modern Eater Show. Hey, Zach Ryder here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado, your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey, restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon. <laughs> First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful, all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com.
Hey, Modern Eater fans, I'm Don Trobo with the Annex by Art at Mills, and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here, and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Nations from Aspen Baking Company. It's really important right now to support local. That's why I support the modern eater. Now, back to the show. Back to the show in just a second, you guys. But before that, it's my favorite time of the show. You may think that it might be the favorite time of seeing somebody cook and seeing somebody chop. Yes, I love that too. AspenBaking.com. Go to AspenBaking.com right now, and you're going to see why I love talking about bread so much. AspenBaking.com, Greg, since 1994, the year I graduated high school, by the way. Uh, that, that's old for a person, but that's not too old for a beautiful company like Aspen Baking. When it comes to uh, bread, right, uh, rolls in particular, if you like the sandwich, Bud Long Hot Chicken, our buddy Jared Leonard over there, he uses AspenBaking.com for his bread. Our chef buddy down in Colorado Springs, Beasts and Brews, that's all he uses is Aspen Baking. He, 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 he's learned. He knows what's up. Uh, the other place that just came on, Snarfs. Right? The Snarfs is using Aspen Baking for their sandwiches. You guys, I'm telling you, if you love bread, if you're a bread lover like I am, it's AspenBaking.com. Enough said. Back to Greg Hollenbeck. Uh, speaking of Snarfs, Jay, here's a did you know. I was on my uh, walk yesterday in Cherry Creek, and I walked over where the old Zadie's building is, across the street, kitty quarter from me. Well, just one unit down, I see coming to this location is Snarfs. So... That's kind of interesting. That's cool. Yeah, right That's there. That's cool. It looks like I'll be getting some sandwiches across the street. Hey, man, listen. Boy, Zadie's, well, that was a tough one to see Zadie's leave Cherry Creek. Yeah. Um, what a day that we've had today. Jay, I talked to an angel today. An angel today. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that we found the most perfect RV for our uh, road trip, our spring road trip, but I'm not saying we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be one of the coolest things ever. So coming to a town near you, here's what's cool about the Modern Eater Show and all of our friends throughout agriculture. So when we do this loop in Colorado, Jay, you know that um, people are looking forward to seeing us. It's, they're so underserved, agriculture, farmers, ranchers, getting out on the road and connecting with these folks and telling their stories. It's a testament to why this is the fourth annual because it is something that is really, really cool. So as we hit the highways and byways and dirt roads and, and trails, and um, we're going to be coming to your neighborhood from June 16th to July 5th, and we've got a lot of fun stops planned along the way. What is Road Trip? Well, Road Trip's an opportunity for the Modern Eater Show to connect with uh, all of that agriculture, Jay, and to source goodies. So when we tell the story of Kermit Krantz at Frontier Trout Ranch in Sawatch, Colorado, where's Sawatch? Who's Kermit? Do you want to know? Yeah. How about James Ranch in Durango, Colorado? I'm telling you, Greg, once you see 
the people that are raising and growing your food are all around college. Once you see it, because you can tell somebody and you can walk them through each step and be like, well, then they go to this part of the farm and this is how they plant this and this is how they do. And it, that sounds good to you. And you're like, oh, great. I, I love local and all. But when you actually see it, you know, and you see the farmer in his overalls and he's digging into something and he's going, this is why I can't, you know, that's no good and this is good. When you see it with your own eyes, it really, really opens your eyes, no pun intended, to your Colorado agriculture and where your food's coming from and then it tastes better and you want to know more the whole thing. so many great regions in Colorado so whether it's Rocky Ford melons or whether it's chilies from Pueblo or whether it's sweet Olathe corn or whether it's potatoes in LaSalle Colorado or you're at Mike Harper's in in lamb country in Eaton Colorado or Eden Colorado in the ranching communities and the livestock and the cattle in Lamar Colorado and the beautiful sunflowers Colorado is such a diverse place as far as agriculture and farming and ranching and it's just an honor to be able to show that off and what do we do Jay we get all those delicious goodies and ingredients and we do the summer dinner series which is basically two months of delicious delicious dinners that come together with some of the top chefs in Colorado that assemble those for you. We stream those dinners. We are now just getting ready. It's, it's one of those things. We're getting ready to get ready. We're not getting ready. We're getting ready to get ready, Jay. And you better get ready because it's going to be a good one. Got the RV down. That's great because logic, first year one. Don't jinx it. All right, don't, don't jinx well, it. Well, is it, is it year one, so we pulled an Airstream on the back of an SUV. <laughs> and we just had such a... A very meager setup with these little lavalier mics that were supposed to clip onto your lapel, but they were broken and they had a string and we were stepping over <laughs> each other's microphones. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was just so homegrown and, it was, and, and just with a mission. And that mission was to connect Colorado to these great stories of farmers and ranchers. Year two, we pulled another trailer. And just the stories along the way and the people that we've met. But as we've continued to travel the state, our networking of people just had grown and grown and grown and grown. And our capabilities had grown and grown and grown and grown. And I'm not saying we're all grown up now, Jay, but we've got some pretty good capabilities. I mean, we're teenagers. I think we're teenagers now as far as... Uh... I think it's more like we just, we're, we still have that sweet bicycle right? Yeah. But now we, it's like, we got a car. We got our driver's let's, license. Let's get in that car and we're going to get in that car and drive. So as we're getting excited for springtime and, and summertime, and remember in 2020 in a, in a worldwide pandemic, we were able to pull off the summer dinner series downtown at the Palatial Pizza Republic on the mall of the convention center of the DCPA done flawlessly. We showed the world how you could still have an experience and dine responsibly in a pandemic. This year, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. And we want you to join us. So as we're getting ready, get ready by watching a lot of the content. If you go to the Modern Eater website, we have six years of content there waiting for you to consume. You can watch it throughout the years and the partnerships that we had. Also on Facebook and YouTube. Check out our YouTube channel. Give it a look. We really don't talk much about our YouTube channel, but it's stocked full right now. So those of you that watch the after of this video, there's that call to action. All the great businesses that were on the show today, please take an opportunity. That's how you can help support is just go like the thing, sign up for their newsletter, do those things. But I'm getting ready for this road trip, Jay. You better too. You're growing I, some kind of beard I thing, aren't you? <laughs> that you're going to carve <laughs> yeah. something out of? Yeah, I'm just, yeah, in case you've noticed this. And then it's really aging me because the gray is coming in, and that's a whole level looking of. Looking good, baby. Yeah, hey, thanks. You're but I'm going to grow something, and I'm going to shave it kind of weird for the trip. At least that's my plan. 
Thanks to Wilo, Epicure, and Lisa for being here today. What a great Colorado business. Please be sure to um, support that business however you can. The Colorado Women's Chamber of Commerce, thank you for being here today. Kristen, it was great to meet you as well. Um, Emily Griffith, Culinary Quick Start, and Lulu Lancy, thank you for being here today as well. We love that partnership. And for Jay Parker and myself, Greg Hollenbach, we wish you a great Monday, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday. What are we doing Wednesday, Jay? Wednesday, we are, our Pizza show Republica? is going to be, we're going to be Pizza. at Pizza Republica, and we're talking to the Juice Group. Uh, our grape juice group. Yep, I'm and looking we, forward to that. Uh, right, and we are talking to uh, food uh, uh, box. Give it to me. It's, Give it to me, Jay. It's food box. Food box. Oh, man, they're what? big containers. That yeah, they're doing hydroponic growing. <laughs> no, in, I know what they are. And it's called the food box. Something. <laughs> food. Hold on a second, and and the I'm not going to let you in this until I'm putting the camera, putting the camera back on me, and I'll get it. I'm going to get it right now. It's it's food box, capital F, capital B, one word though. Yeah. Food box. You don't have it. Shoppers. That's all right. Food box. Hey, I love let's you leave guys, that food suspense. Box. I'm so sorry. okay. Bring it back yeah. to me. All right, uh, go ahead. Thank you for joining us here today. We've got a great one for you on Wednesday. In other words, and George Eater from Pizza Republica. We'll see you back here 2 p.m. Wednesday. The Modern Eater Show will continue. Hey, you guys. Jay here with the Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now. Very proud to be part of the, the Modern Eater. And uh, chefs, restaurant owners, any food service operators, you know, I know right now that uh, delivery and carryout is bigger than ever, and we got you covered. Uh, Cambro uh, has a full line of uh, delivery and carryout items. More economical options are expanded polypropylene or EPP, a uh, nice insulated container. Uh, the Procard Ultra is really versatile. It's a great unit because you could actually store cold products down here, hot products up here. It's all 120. There's no refrigeration worries. It's all thermodynamics. Just let us know what your food service challenges are, what it is we can do to help you out, and there isn't anything that we can't do for you. So uh, hope to see you over here in our facility in Park Hill soon and uh, stay safe out there. You know everybody, with several million dollars of hard assets here, insurance is very, very important to us. Ewing Levitt covers it all. Machinery, building, workman's comp. Ewing Levitt's got us covered from the floor to the ceiling, from our alley, even to the street. This divider, this press, my cooling conveyor, my oven. Ow, ow! Ewing Levitt covers our counter stacker and our employees too. If you need insurance, take it from Little Rich at Rockalitas. Call Ewing Levitt, they'll get you covered. Hey, this is Keegan from D-Bar in Denver. You guys might find it difficult to stay in touch and stay up to date with the ever-changing culinary scene in Colorado. It's almost impossible. Just tune in to Modern Eater. These guys have their fingers on the pulse of what's happening in all of the food and beverage in all of Colorado. 
they're behind us. They understand the idea of shopping local and shopping small. So support them, you support us.